Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today's poem is brought to you by a poet probably no one has ever heard of. His name is William Shakespeare. He lived from 1564 to 1616. In case you didn't know it, he was an English poet, playwright, and actor. (laughs) And actually, that last bit is something I think people don't think about often enough. What a performer he must have been to, to produce the kind of plays that he produced. It's too bad they didn't have uh, video cameras back then to, to get his performances. The poem that I'm going to read today is a speech from The Merchant of Venice, which was written sometime between 1596 and 1599. I'm going to read from Act 4, Scene 1. You'll recognize it by its first line. But it's a speech um, or a monologue presented by Portia, one of the characters in The Merchant of Venice, one of the key characters in the play. The scene is the Venetian court of justice. And uh, this is a speech in which Portia is begging Shylock for mercy. This is how it goes. The quality of mercy is not strained. It droppeth as the gentle rain from heaven upon the place beneath. It is twice blessed. It blesseth him that gives and him that takes. Tis mightiest in the mightiest. It becomes the throned monarch better than his crown. His scepter shows the force of temporal power, the attribute to awe and majesty wherein doth sit the dread and fear of kings. But mercy is above this sceptered sway. It is enthroned in the hearts of kings. It is an attribute to God himself. And earthly power doth then show likest gods when mercy seasons justice. Therefore, Jew, though justice be thy plea, consider this, that in the course of justice, none of us should see salvation. We do pray for mercy. And that same prayer doth teach us all to render the deeds of mercy. I have spoke thus much to mitigate the justice of thy plea, which if thou follow this strict court of Venice must needs give sentence against the merchant there. Um, The scene goes on, obviously, and highly recommend that you check that out. I was uh, struck by the contrast of these lines of, of this speech with the poem that I read yesterday. Auden's uh, um, eulogy for a tyrant, and uh, I was struck by the by the contrast in how it defines the nature of of a good king. Um, there's obviously so much irony in the in the Auden poem, and Portia here is much more earnest, but it doesn't lack the punch either you know there's still a punch and as as one would expect in in one of shakespeare's most dramatic scenes i'm fascinated by the idea that the quality of mercy becomes the throned monarch better than his crown better than his crown better than that essential defining thing that object that def- that that most defines the role that defines that that um you know the calling the, the, they believe that 
so often, especially in England, that the king was called, the king was, or the queen in, the, in Shakespeare's age, was, was called by God. And the, the crown represents that. But here she says, Shakespeare says through Portia, the quality of mercy becomes the throned monarch better than his crown. Mercy is above the sceptered sway. It is enthroned in the hearts of kings. It is an attribute to God himself. So for Shakespeare, who's, who's speaking in this age where they believed that the king was, the king or the queen was there because of God believing that he ought to be there, that gave him or her that much more power. And yet Shakespeare he's, here says that this is an attribute to God himself. That it is an attribute that, uh, that defines God himself. So there's all these, 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 you know, this is beautiful poetry. It is so memorizable. Highly, highly recommend your kids memorize this or you recommend, uh, memorize this, this speech. But throughout, uh, throughout this beautiful poetry, there are these little punches, uh, these little subtle, um, really meaningful, really profound ideas that Shakespeare is getting at here. But then it's also very particular in terms of it's, it's a plea to a particular character from a particular character. There's a particular set of stakes that are going on here. So Shakespeare, being the genius that he is, can dive into the drama of the moment, the drama of the stakes between these two characters, while also speaking to something universal. That particular slash universal relationship is something I talk about on this show all the time. Um, I guess that's because it's one of the key elements of great poetry. Um, but with that, here is one more time. The Merchant of Venice, Act 4, Scene 1. Or at least a portion of it. The quality of mercy is not strained. It droppeth as the gentle rain from heaven upon the place beneath. It is twice blessed. It blesseth him that gives and him that takes. Tis mightiest in the mightiest. It becomes the throned monarch better than his crown. His scepter shows the force of temporal power, the attribute to awe and majesty wherein doth sit the dread and fear of kings. But mercy is above this sceptered sway. It is enthroned in the hearts of kings. It is an attribute to God himself. And earthly power doth then show likest gods when mercy seasons justice. Therefore, Jew, though justice be thy plea, consider this, that in the course of justice, none of us should see salvation. We do pray for mercy, and that same prayer does teach us all to render the deeds of mercy. I have spoke thus much to mitigate the justice of thy plea, which if thou follow this strict court of Venice must needs give sentence against the merchant here. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. Be back tomorrow with another poem for you.